Welcome to The Brave Place, where we journey into the lives of brave men and women who have beat the odds or who are in the trenches right now. Difference makers who have truly discovered the warrior that lives within and are living it out. This is the place that will inspire, encourage, enlighten, and challenge that brave person that lives deep down within all of us. Welcome back to The Brave Place. I'm your host, Christy Rodriguez, and today I want to share with you a true story about faith and hardship, um, perseverance, tragedy, forgiveness, all the things that so many of us are facing today. And uh, we're going to be visiting with an inspiring just rock star in her faith. And so her name is absolutely fitting. Her name is Faith Zimber. And Faith lost her daughter, Lily Kelly, in a tragic accident in June of 2019. And her daughter, Lily, was just an incredibly talented and gifted young woman, singer, songwriter, musician, um, played the guitar, piano. And for those of you listening, I just want you to hear this clip of Lily Kelly at the age of 14, she wrote this song and recorded it, and it's called I Am. Take a listen. Oh, these pieces I left on the ground. You pick me up, no, you won't let me down. I try running to things of the earth You say, child, come back to me And you whisper to me I am the great I am I am your peace I Back on your feet, I am creative. I will sustain. I am the one who calls you by name. God, your grace has saved me from death. You have given eternal life instead. When the enemy prowls like a lion I will recall all that you have said I am the great I am I am your peace I am the one who puts you back on your feet
powerful words written by an incredibly just, you can tell spiritually her foundation so strong. 14 years old when she wrote that. And I am here with her mother, Faith Zimber, who is just a powerhouse in her faith. And I'm so honored here to just sit with you, Faith. Um, You are in California. I'm over here in Arkansas, and we're making this happen through Skype. Mm -hmm. Welcome to The Brave Place, and thank you for sharing this story, Lily's story, and your story with us today. This is going to be just a great conversation, so thanks for being with us here today. My absolute pleasure and honor to be here. You know, last time we talked, you just really blew me away in the way you see life and see the world in the midst of this tragedy of Lily's car accident. And for those listening, I just want to start there. Can you take us to that night and what happened and then just how the Lord has been working through Lily's life before Lily passed away and then after she has passed away? It's it's, it's just a remarkable story. And I just want so many people to be touched by her life today. We got a phone call at probably about 8 or 8.30 that Lily may have been involved in an accident. And so uh, we left where we were, which was a home dedication um, to the Lord. So there we were. We get a phone call from one of Lily's friends saying, we know she left about an hour ago from the family party that they had been at. It was graduation weekend. And we can't get a hold of any of the kids in their car And so Mm -hmm. we raced over to uh, the site and we couldn't get up the road. They were in a dead area, uh, cell service wise. The barricade was already erected and uh, they weren't letting anybody through. And so we knew that there had been a a serious accident. Uh, We had not been alerted yet. It was a fatal accident. We just knew that there was some serious stuff. So there we sat at the barricaded road and I was calling all of the um, hospitals in our area and outside of our area, wondering if somebody had been uh, life flighted or, you know, where our kids were. And oddly enough, none of the hospitals had any of our kids. It didn't make any sense. I think that the Lord was giving me just a little bit more time because in fact, those boys that she had, she was driving with two boys and they were in fact already at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Lily of course was not. And so so there we we sat just hoping and waiting. And I just remember I buried my face in my hands and just said, oh, God, please prepare my heart for what's about to happen. It just didn't make sense that we couldn't get a hold of anybody. And so the coroner's van drove down the hill and she nodded. And so I knew. And so it was right there at the bottom of the hill that I learned that uh, my child had been called home to heaven. <laughs> At the age of 15. And so the driver was 19. He and his three other friends had been uh, drinking all day and uh, possibly smoking weed as well. Mm-hmm. And were racing up a small country road at overnight, um, over 100 miles an hour. They collided with Lily and her two friends um, so far over in the opposite lane that when they hit Lily, they were in the bike lane. And so he was already leading his friends off of the edge of the road, which was an embankment of 150 feet. Quite frankly, Lily's call home saved he and his friend's life because instead of uh, careening into the embankment before heading down, Lily stopped their their pace. And so 
they ended up upside down 150 feet below, crawling up to the top of the road where they saw the damage that they had caused. And so out of seven children that night, only one was called home, and that was Lily. And so the Lord was gracious in his work and he um, called her home in an immediate split second. She didn't struggle. She didn't uh, have any pain or issues. She was just called home. And so it's just been a radical uh, experience piecing the breadcrumbs back together through what happened that night, her life leading up to that moment, my life leading up to that moment, and certainly um, the miraculous life that the Lord has led us through since her call home. You know, it's it's often said, wow, why why did the Lord spare the other kids, the other six kids' lives? And I would beg to say that the Lord spared one. Mm. What we have to remember in this life, the flesh, we are both flesh, flesh and spirit. We are both. We are not one or the other, but oftentimes the flesh supersedes the spirit and we lose track of of what this life really is and where we really are going to be called to. And so we are eternal beings though in flesh for a while. And mm-hmm. so Lily loved the Lord with all of her heart, mind, soul, and spirit, just as Mark twelve thirty says. And she really not only loved him in secret, but she loved him publicly as well mm-hmm. and made it known. And so in her call home, the Lord did what only he can do, which is turn something desperately painful and ugly, and he turns it into a crown of beauty from our ashes. And so Mm. he called Lily home, and I truly believe it was his call. As he says in the Bible that he knew our days, he knew every single day before the first one was lived, they're all written in his book. When I say she was spared, I know that that can sound ugly to the other children who are here because their lives are still continuing in the flesh. But see, Lily was called home immediately and she got to have her perfect body, you know, her spiritual body that has no more hurting, no more pain. No one can ever reject her ever again. No one can ever um, hurt her feelings. She can't have stomach aches anymore. She can't um, have all the things that come along with what we have here on this earth. And so, Lily, at the peak of her purity, at the peak of of her just surrender to the Lord, she was called home. And for those who want to um, hear her second um, and only her only other recorded original song, I Surrender, can be downloadable, of course, just like I Am by Lily Kelly. And so in that song, it is absolutely mind-blowing to hear the words of again at the four, at the time it was recorded she was 14 years old and in the that song she's saying empty empty myself and fill me with you and she says i just want to be in your presence i just want to be in your arms i mean her heart's desire was to be with the lord and so it's just been a radical awakening with lily's call home as anyone can imagine it just blows me away that at the age of 14 that she wrote those words and mm-hmm. It's just a true testament of her walk and intimacy with the Lord and just the impact just in her short 15 years that she's had on the community. I was watching the the vigil that people can go to, by the way, I, I didn't even mention this, um, out of her passing, a ministry was founded. There is a website there. It's lilykellyministries.org. And 
out of that, you know, more people are coming to know the Lord and, and just through the vigil that that's on that website, you can see the vigil, the dedication to Lily's life. And it's super powerful. The event itself, people just speaking on her behalf. And it was, it was just beautiful. And your husband talked about her journal. Um, one thing that stuck out to me that he said that her whole life just hinged on this one thing and it was surrender. Yeah. And she lived just a surrendered life to the Lord. And that's just a rare thing for a 15 year old in today's time. Mm-hmm. And she just knew who she was. And that yeah. comes across in her music, uh, the depth in her soul of expressing herself, her ability. I mean, true artist. It's pretty amazing that just in her 15 years, she's done more than most people could ever dream about doing in their lifetime on impacting people for the kingdom. And, and since that accident, what has happened in Jose's life? Well, I can tell you this at the final sentencing hearing, I played Lily's song. I am in the courthouse among just the devastating place that that can be. There's just so much sorrow in that place. So many lives that have been hurt and we were able to praise God in that place. And everybody stood in absolute uh, reverence for that time. And so there we were playing her song, my husband and I holding hands with our other hand raised in the air, just praising God Mm -hmm. because he is good amidst the sorrow. He is good amidst the pain. And so we just raised our hands to the Lord and through my foggy eyes, tear filled eyes, I looked over and Jose shackled to his waist, his hands raised as high as they could with tears just running down his face. And so what has happened with Jose and in his life, I do not know the details, but he did issue us a a handwritten letter that has stated that he has found Jesus. It sounds like from the, the letter that he wants to do good with his life. He wants to turn it to the Lord and he wants to impact others for him. So it's just incredible to see what God is doing. Interestingly enough, Lily's last post on Instagram the day, um, June 1st, just before noon, was a screenshot of a song she had been listening to that day. It's called Just um, Testify by uh, Social Misfits Club. Mm-hmm. And it's stopped at 52 seconds, wherever she had been listening to it at that time. And so she posted that screenshot of the song that stopped at 52 seconds. I didn't realize it later uh, until later. And I went back and I listened to that song in its entirety and I was floored. I was, I was absolutely stopped in my tracks. The lyrics to that song within the first 52 seconds are the testimony of Jose. So the Lord already knew her day. It's the telling of a fast life that got caught. And as a result, that's his testimony. It's just, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's not a genre of music that Lily would regularly listen to. She's more of a a Phil Wickham, Lauren Daigle type gal. And I never heard it before. And that's what Lily and I would do together. We we drove around listening to her her playlist. That's the first time I heard that song was was after her call home. And I, I just am absolutely floored that the Lord was so specific to the point that it stopped at exactly 52 seconds. The song goes Mm. on for maybe two or more minutes. It just reminds me that the Lord knows all, he sees Mm. all, and nothing is outside of his directorship. He either allows or authors everything that happens here on earth. And I think so often we forget that is the truth. 
and we, we can be angry with God. We can think we're in control. Um, but either of those things, they, they lead to, um, despair, you know, the mm-hmm. Lord is in control. He allows both the good and the bad. It says in the Bible that both the sun and the rain fall on both the good and the unrighteous. Mm-hmm. And we forget that so often we think, oh, well, if I love the Lord, then it's all going to come up daisies. It's like, well, <laughs> we know where we get to go when this race has run. And that's the, the beauty. And that's the, the hope that drives us is that we're all promised sorrow. We're all promised pain. It says in this world, there will be trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. And in the midst of it, he is our hope during it. So it's not just hope for the end, right? We're not just like, okay, well, when we get there, we're going to have, you know, hope and joy and peace and self-control and goodness and kindness, all of the fruits of the spirit. He says, no, it's for right now. And we get to have that right now. Just speaking through that too, I know that there's somebody listening right now who has lost a son or daughter or someone very close to them. They're just kind of shaking their head going, I just don't understand this. What would you say, you know, how has God shown up for you and how have you trudged through these days? The quick short answer is truly falling at the feet of the Lord. This is not uh, a journey that you can do on your own. It's not something that we can do in our own spirit, in our own flesh, in our own strength. I'm not capable to weather this storm without him. It's a day by day, sometimes multiple moments throughout the day um, that I just cry out to the Lord. I need you. I need to see you. I need to see your good. I need to see evidence that she's home, that she's safe. And he does it and he shows up and he shows up in a big way is is beyond what I can put into words there. I don't have the vocabulary to articulate it correctly, but I promise you this every single day, even on June 1st, there has been a level of joy. And some might say, well, what the heck does that mean? There's no possible way, you know, whether it's because of their own grief, you know, they're trying to say, wait, I, I don't have any joy or you're, or even, you know, looking forward saying, well, if something like this happened, there's, how could I have joy? That doesn't make logical sense. And I would say exactly because it's, it's supernatural. And so how do I get to that? How does the Holy Spirit come into my heart and produce these crazy things that make no logical sense, the supernatural in the natural world? Well, we have to invite the Lord in through Jesus and really ask him to be here and be our sustainer like Lily says in her song, that he sustains, he picks up the broken pieces. I don't do it. I can't pick up these pieces. There's no possible way that I will ever be able to pick up these pieces. It's too devastating. It's too painful. My only child is now in heaven. I have to spend the rest of my life without my child. I don't get grandkids. I don't get fun Christmases. All that was taken from me is so forlorning and so devastating and so painful. And yet I have joy. How is that? Mm. Well, it's the Holy Spirit doing his work. He's doing his finished work in me. But see, the, the thing is we have to remember is that how you weather the storm and the storm will come, whatever that storm is, your health, your job, your relationships, or someone that you love taken in your opinion too soon. So those things are coming. But how we weather that storm is entirely dependent upon where you are in your walk with the one true God through the relationship you have with Jesus, period. That is how you will know how you can weather that storm. 
And mm. if you have a relationship fully surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ, just like Lily did, and as I did at the time, I'm able to weather the storm saying, she's home, she's safe, she's good, she's in her perfect body, where I get to go someday too. Mm. And as it says in the Bible, many different places, this life is but a vapor. This is very short. All of these things are actually wildly hope-filling that it's not but a very little while till I get to see my little girl again. You know what Paul says in 2 Corinthians, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. And basically our, our troubles on earth compared to eternity are light. And I know that feels so ridiculous to even think about that. Like, what are you talking about? How is this even light? But just like you said, this is a vapor. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't discount the pain or the struggle that we face right now because it's real. Mm-hmm. But it's there's just so much hope in that in and of itself. Like this is this is so temporary. And one day when we are in eternity, we'll look back and be like, wow. That was so short-lived. It wasn't mm-hmm. easy, but man, this is forever right here. This amazing gift that the Lord mm-hmm. has given us. And uh, it's it's living in that place of hope, you know, helps us get through these moments of grief. And I just see that being played out so much in your life. So through her passing, um, I just want to go to the ministry that you all have started in her name, lilykellyministries.org. Tell me what you're doing through that right now. It has been our sole mission to spread the word of the gospel. And it just so happens to be, of course, through uh, the telling of Lily's life, which was fully surrendered to the Lord. And so for the first, in the first 12 months, I spoke over 30 times um, sharing the gospel to various people, um, both interviews or public speaking. And now as we move forward into this year, um, I've written a book um, and it's the Bible as applied to two ordinary lives um, through the telling of my and Lily's lives. And right now we're working on a capital project uh, in our our town um, to purchase a small chapel and an old parsonage in the heart of our old town area and revamp those and turn those into community spaces, a coffee house that would supply the funding and revenue for the work of the chapel, which would be the premise of that is the community comes to serve the community at that place. And it would be mm-hmm. welcome to all open doors um, all day for prayer. Anybody walk in holding functions of any kind, whether it be music lessons, small group, youth um, Bible studies, but it would be really a resource center for people in our community to come and, and Hey, I have a need, whatever those might be, we can point them to a place to have that. And so it's been heavy on my heart, um, the youth. And so a portion of that would be a coffee shop in the sense of open late or and, and open early. And I find that our youth do not have a place to go, that they are welcome to stay and just hang out mm. and certainly late. And so youth meaning high school and into the college age, young adults, unless you want to go to a bar, there's no place that wants you there. There's no place that wants you hanging out. You're taking up, you know, someone's table, you know, the waitress wants you to get out of there. Mm. Um, and so it's it's in an effort to to open up and and give a place for um, people to to come and be and be safe and have a fellowship place and fun. So Lily Kelly Ministries is 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 on the move. You know we're we're listening to the Lord's call and His prompts to lead us. We just want to as a ministry to go and continue sharing what Lily started uh, in the privacy of her bedroom, the song she wrote, "I Surrender." 
uh, was recorded on her iPhone, sitting in her room, singing her praises to the Lord. And it's just incredible that that was her life. You know, what was being done in secret is now amplified. She never knew that was going to be a public recording, you know, recording and playing on the radio stations all around the world. And now it is. And and so we want to continue the ministry that the Lord started in her in her life. And that is just perpetuating hope, hope in Jesus. It's just this tender-hearted gal that just loves the Lord so much that she had to write about it. And so that is really the premise of Lily Kelly Ministries is getting the word out there, sharing the gospel, um, speaking engagements, writing. I started a blog on our website, um, Mm -hmm. online, Facebook and Instagram. I post live like Lily Kelly is our handle um, on Instagram and Facebook. And so I share regularly on there um, quotes from her journals, uh, excerpts from her songs and certainly um, words of hope just from the Bible the website. It's a quote from Willie and it says, Lord, help me be a light to all I come in contact with. Help me shine your light, the goodness of who you are and what you are. Her legacy lives on. She definitely shined her light as she lived here on earth. She shined her light at that vigil, countless people coming to the altar, thousand people there, people live streaming it. And then her light continues to shine after her passing. It's just, it's just so beautiful. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for um, sharing just such vulnerable pieces of your journey and, and of her life. And I know that this podcast is going to bless many people who are walking through similar circumstances and who have walked through this type of thing. And just thank you. Well, thank you, Christy, for having me and giving giving us a platform to share more of God's goodness so that, that His light can truly shine. So thank you for this time and this opportunity. Absolutely. Well, it's been a gift. For those of you listening, if you want to help out um, with Lily Kelly Ministries and help them continue to shine this light and live with purpose, uh, you can go to that website we've mentioned, lilykellyministries.org, and donate there. And if you have any questions about anything that you've heard today, you can definitely email me. It's christy at thebraveplace.org. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y at thebraveplace.org. And I can definitely get you in touch with Faith. God bless you, Faith. And just thank you for your courage and shining your light and just living such a purpose-filled life in honor of Lily and and all of us who are fighting for the kingdom of Jesus. Um, You're a courageous warrior and we love you. Thank you, Christy. And for those of you listening, thanks again for tuning in. And as a tribute to Lily Kelly, as we leave here today, I just want to play her song, I Surrender, that she recorded and wrote in the privacy of her bedroom on her iPhone. We mentioned this song during the podcast. And uh, one thing we did not mention was the title of the book Faith recently wrote. It's called Unexplainable, the Bible as Applied to Two Ordinary Lives. I encourage you to check that out. You can find it on the website as well. So as we leave today, here is Lily Kelly with I Surrender.
Thanks for listening to The Brave Place, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.